On today's show, will you heed the warning? And hindsight is 2020. We're going to be going all around the world in this one and looking at different things that are happening and connecting a lot of pieces right after this. Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio. News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Today, show we're going to be taking a look around the world and we need to look from a higher vantage point to understand some of the craziness that is happening and if he thought it was crazy a month ago it's getting crazier and crazier in what's going on so i'm going to be taking a look at some of these things and i'm going to be offering you my opinion and it's just that it's just my opinion and one of the reasons I'm offering my opinion, I'm probably going to be doing it more, it's not to convince you in any one direction. It is so that you will start to critically think more. I want to compel thought, even prayer and supplication. And every each one of us will see things in a different way, and we put pieces of puzzles together in a different order. But at the same time, we're all working on the same puzzle. So I just want to start by saying a couple things. You know, I remember, you know, in the uh, final days of 2019, I really felt the Lord was telling me that, you know, 2020 would be a year of vision. And, you know, listen, maybe it came from the Lord, maybe it didn't, but I felt that. And I think a lot of people felt that. And it's an easy one because we've always known, you know, 2020 is a uh, expression that uh, says you can see accurately and you can see clearly. But the idiom, hindsight is 2020, you know, they probably came around in the mid-19th century. I was trying to look up the origins of it, and there really is no origin of it, although we know the meaning is to say, to be able to look back and see things clearly, because it's past and we've got the result. Now, having said that, uh, step forward to this day in 2022, I believe that 2020 was a year of vision. And man, can we see things more clearly. And I predict in this, and this is just getting into some of my opinion. Oh, shoot. I got to find my power cord. My computer is about to die. There we go. Um there's a lot of people who are still not seeing clearly. But perhaps some of the things that are coming 
are going to help them rapidly wake up. That's right, your neighbors in this thing that they call the Great Awakening. And I do say this thing they call the Great Awakening advisedly. But let's just go back to 2024 a brief moment just to kind of set the stage. And then we're going to talk about more real current events that are happening. But in 2020, we the world shut down. And, you know, I have to speak a little bit in satire here, folks, uh, because of the platforms that we're on. But, you know, we all did this because we wanted to save grandma, right? Everyone wanted to be a good neighbor. It was like a mass formation. We all formed or were, were informed to have the same opinion and the same talking points. And it was drilled into us and the majority of the world cooperated. And what we saw during this time was all the small businesses had to be shut. But, you know, the government cares for you. So they left the big ones like Walmart and Costco open. Amazon. And they all hit record profits. But Ma and Pa stores, retail outlets, they did get some subsidies, some loans from the government. And this is around the world, folks. They received loans, and some of those loans are forgivable. Some are not. Now, the loans never covered all their expenses. Some businesses were able to transition and you know, some restaurants were able to do takeout and things like that, and they changed their business model, where other businesses really, really suffered. And, you know, they still had their lease obligations. They still had you know, all their expenses. They probably had to pay their employees, some of them, uh, for a certain amount of time because they're contractually obligated. But... Small business today, many of them, are hanging on by just a fraction. Like, they're just barely hanging on. And they can't take another hit. Now, small business employs way more people. I forget the exact number, but I believe it's about... 70% of the middle class is actually employed by smaller businesses. And we know in the coming days, and it's already happening, that artificial intelligence and automation is going to replace many jobs. More in the big corporations who can afford it, right? Like we see, you know, all the stores now having self-checkout. We're seeing, you know, a replacement of a human. You don't have to waste your time with a human, heaven forbid. 
Uh, we're seeing all these different technologies. And of course, robots have been in factories for the longest time. And a lot of services are becoming automated now. So in the big corporate sector of employment, many of those jobs are going to be replaced by machines. Uh, look, if you go into a McDonald's, and McDonald's is almost always on the forefront of technology, um, a lot of the new McDonald's and stuff like that, they don't have a huge counter uh, with five or six cashiers or 10 cashiers like they used to. They'll have one or two registers, but they have all these things where you can just put in your order. And there's still people putting together your orders, but man, how easy is that for them to replace? What I'm saying is the corporate sector is going to have a major, major transition away from human resources. But the private sector being the main employer of the middle class, and the middle class is the 99% folks, or at least 90%. It's the engine that keeps our societies going. Well, the middle class has been under attack uh, for well over 100 years through taxation policies and through all kinds of different things. If you study tax, and I can tell listen, my wife is a high-end accountant. She was a controller of a huge company. She knows taxes. And we've had access to tax lawyers, you know, the, the highest end possible. And they clearly state that taxation policies are really about the elimination of the middle class and to keep the little man from getting ahead. No matter how good your idea is, only very, very few will sneak through. This show is not about business or economics. I'm just painting a picture for you. Now, Let's take a look at some of the other things, but keep those things in mind. The jobs, the middle class, the small businesses. Now, ever since the war in Ukraine started, the mainstream media has been telling us about the impending food shortages. And, you know, this... I often think that this is predictive programming. They're planting the seeds for you for when these things do come to fruition. And, you know, we have celebrities telling us we need to eat bugs. And that, you know, we need to get rid of red meat. <laughs> Folks, uh, right now there's millions of chickens being killed because of a bird flu in the United States. Uh, we've heard of mad cow disease in the past. But they're, they're talking about the impending food shortages. And of course, you know, there's been over 50 uh, major food processing plants in the last year that have mysteriously caught fire, been hit by planes. But yet, the grocery stores seem fine. 
So what's going on here? They're telling us one thing, but yet we're not seeing it. We're also being told of a diesel shortage that should hit day or two after American Thanksgiving. So, you know, in the by the 24th, 25th of November. Now, uh, CBS News yesterday uh, debunked that, and Tucker Carlson broke the story, uh, you know, pretty big. Uh, but they've debunked it, and they used an analogy, actually, to a grocery store. And their analogy and their debunking of us running out of diesel fuel was that, you know, stores have a three-day supply of milk at any given time. But it doesn't mean the cows aren't produce, still producing. They just bring in more as they need it. Now, they've been saying food shortages for the longest time. Hasn't happened. Now they're saying diesel shortage is coming. Whether it will happen or not, I don't know. But I do know that the price of diesel has gone through the roof and it's making it very hard for those small businesses and for those farmers to produce. I was listening to a video and it was a farmer talking about, you know, he has to, because of his big combines and stuff like that, he gets, you know, essentially a huge fuel truck every week to fuel his uh, all his equipment. And that tank of fuel used to cost $10,000 two years ago. Now it's costing him about $55,000 in fuel. And of course that has to translate, but they get beaten up by these big distributors because if you don't sell your stuff, you're, you got nothing. So they take it and they have to rely on government subsidies to survive. Are you seeing a pattern? Small businesses, government subsidies. By the way, many of you received government subsidies to get through it because we were alone together and we were in it together. So will the diesel shortage happen? Well, the refineries are down. They're although they're making record profits, but with making record profits, they choke the supply. Whether we run out or not, they're choking the supply. Because the more they choke the supply, the more money they make. Again, big corporations make all the money. Little guy gets hurt. At the same time, they're pushing through laws and legislation around the world that are in partnership with big corporations. By the way, you're, if you want to know who the who's behind the curtain, 
And who's really pulling all the strings? Well, it's the big corporations. And we know how those big corporations funnel down to really, well, it could be said as three main players, but it's really two main players. And that is who funds the selections around the world. I, I say selections for a reason. Big Corp is out there. Greed, greed, greed. And one of the things that Big Corp is doing in conjunction with uh, governments around the world, around the world, folks, in the United States, we know that uh, if you say certain things or you deny certain elections, hindsight is 2020. Hint, hint. Um, you've been censored. In Canada right now, there's a bill that's about to go through its final reading called C-11. And in Canada, if this goes through, they will be able to control the, the government and big corporations, all of the information on the internet. Now they already pay, they already, all of the media in Canada is bought and paid for. All of it. They, they come out, they actually fund them, all of them. They're not, they're private corps, but they're being funded by the government. And now, if this legislation goes past, so let's say someone is a uh, YouTube creator in the United States and they're coming out and talking about things that are going on around the world, that feed would not be available in Canada. That post by someone on social media would not be available in Canada. Truth Social is not available in Canada. And at the same time, I'm just going to stay on Canada for a second, so I don't cover Canada too much, but I was talking to uh, uh, someone who listens to the show from Calgary yesterday. His name is Barry. How are you, Barry? Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I probably don't talk about Canada enough, but Here's something that kicks in in the new year for uh, 2023 in Canada. Interesting. A doctor will be able to euthanize even a child without the parent's permission. And <clears throat> all the doctor needs to justify this is, oh, oh the child was depressed excuse me, depressed, oh, or a child with disabilities. Oh, yeah, the doctor can make the decision without the parents, legally. These are the things that are happening, and it's not just Canada. It's These things are happening in the United States and around the world. In the United States, uh, in some states, you know, they're talking about this, uh, you know, the 
agenda for the transgendered and stuff like that. And you hear a lot about puberty blockers and surgeries in some states. They've put in legislation that allows doctors to do these things to minors without the parent's knowledge or permission. This is happening everywhere. We have situations where, you know, crime goes unpunished, but the innocent get punished in almost every scenario. This no bail stuff that's happening in the United States and a lot of these states, criminals being let out of jail. It's all upside down. A couple days ago, uh, you guys saw what happened in Brazil. A populist, uh, Bolsonaro, uh, narrowly lost the uh, the selection. And of course, we're being told it was the uh, safest one in their history. Sound familiar? Hindsight is twenty twenty. Just yesterday, as I'm recording this, and it's uh, November the 3rd today, uh, 2022, uh, Joey B gave a speech. And man, it was uplifting and inspiring, wasn't it? He was saying that you will need to accept the results of whatever happens on Tuesday coming up. Ah! By the way, we have Tuesday coming up, but uh, was 2020 ever fixed? Hindsight is 2020. Why are they saying this? Oh, by the way, in uh, just going back to Brazil for a second, did you know the director of the C underscore A went down to Brazil within the last year or earlier this year and met with the president then, the populist, and told him that he had better accept the results of the selection? People are in the streets uprising there right now, and uh, some of them are being put into jail. Now, whether there's a resolve coming or not, I don't know. Um, in the United States, whether there's a resolve coming, I don't know. Canada, is there a resolve coming? I don't know. Um in Britain, you just had their uh, that prime minister step down after the shortest term of 44 days, I believe it was. And there's a new guy who's stepped in as the leader of the party, who is the prime minister, uh, Rishi Sunak. This guy is scary, folks. He wants to usher in the new digital ID and currency. Go look, go look it up. 
Go watch the videos of him talking to you. Very eloquent speaker. But on the other hand, and some people consider him to be a good guy, uh, we have a Netanyahu just got put back in power. Wow, I thought he was going to jail a, a year ago. How things come around. There's a point to all this randomness, folks. Stay tuned. There's a point to all of this stuff. There are tensions around the world about war right now. There's the threat of the nuclear stuff. Um, and there's also an uprising in Iran that is happening. And it started off about women uh, wanting their rights to show their face, essentially, as I understand it. But it's turned into much more than that. And the government has turned on its people. And whenever people get very restless. It just seems historically that countries want to go to war because it kind of puts the people's small problems aside. And Iran has just threatened to bomb another refinery in Saudi Arabia. Now, they did it in 2019 with no retaliation. So maybe this is a pretty good move on their part. They might be thinking. What if things on Tuesday don't go fairly? Would there be an uprising? And why are they saying it could take days or maybe a week or so to, if it, if it even happens, folks, to, to do counting? You know, I remember that they always did it before all this computer stuff, that they were able to do it, uh, you know, within hours. Not that hard, folks. What's going to happen? Well, there's a, a couple scenarios, and I'm going to leave you with some real positivity, folks. There's a couple scenarios. One thing is this uh, red wave that everyone's talking about could happen. Uh, and if that does happen, McCarthy is poised to be the speaker. This guy is a rhino rat. And I'm just saying, if things go, and I'm just a small picture here. If things go, you guys need to contact your representatives and say, hell no to McCarthyism. Hell no. So it could go that way, and then you get a bunch of uh, people in there that just slow down the decay, but that's all they've ever done traditionally is just slow down the decay. Yeah, I usually don't do this. So listen, folks, I don't I don't have secret intel or anything like that normally, uh, but I do get some stuff sent to me, and I do have a couple very reliable sources. One thing I can tell you about Tuesday, and I 
specifically asked if I could give out this story. Perhaps I can after Tuesday. But there is an operation going on, as I'm told, and this is a very credible source. Very credible source. And there are two people in particular that are running on the right. Uh, one for the Senate and one for the House. And they need to get in. And if they do, um, I think I will be able to tell you about what this operation is. And it's something I would have never thought of on my own. Honestly, it was given to me. And uh, so there is some possible good outcomes here. It's possible. But we don't know, folks. What we do know is that Europe right now is being warned that because of their energy crisis, that over 10,000 people, their government is saying over 10,000 people could freeze to death this winter. In Germany, people are going down and cutting down forests and they're trying to get as much wood. And if you think of the irony, and I mentioned this on last week's uh, show, if you're not familiar, we do a show every Friday morning, uh, Tom Althaus and I, uh, called The Next Page, and it's at 9 a.m. on Podbean. Uh, we do it live. But the irony was... That uh, in the name of global warming and cutting back the fossil fuels and everything else, and now with the war, you know, on top of that and cutting off the supplies and stuff like that, in the name of global warming, a whole bunch of people are going to freeze to death. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. And now the warning is for the United States, Canada, Mexico as well, globally. So, will you heed the warning? That we're getting warned all around, but what are you to do? What are you to do? Again, we've got the warning about the middle class we've got the we've got a warning of perhaps another big global shutdown because of fuel we've got a warning that we cannot speak freely or we go to jail we've got a warning that uh physicians and government policies say that uh parents are no longer in charge of their kids if that's the case the family is done We've got a warning that only good people will go to jail and the bad people can run free. We've got warnings that are happening. But for those of you who are believers, with all the stuff that's going on in the world, we 
should not be afraid and we should actually be thankful at this time and I'm going to prove it to you with a couple words of encouragement. Psalm 22 verse 26 The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. Psalm 146 verse 7 He gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. Proverbs 13 verse 25 The righteous eat to their heart's content, but the stomach of the wicked goes hungry. And with all the stuff going on in the world, and all this stuff, and, and we don't know, listen, we our opinions can change every five minutes now because the information is so overwhelming of what's happening around the world. Matthew 6, 31 to 32. Don't worry, and I say, what will we eat or what will we drink? What will we wear? The people who don't know God keep trying to get these things and your Father in heaven knows you need them. Luke 12, 31, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. Um, let me give you a couple more. This is a good one. This is a really good one. I think this, actually, this one kind of, I'm going to give two more because they kind of sum it up. First uh, Peter 4.11. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. So in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. And lastly, 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that always having all sufficiency in everything, that you may have abundance for every good deed. Now these scriptures are saying if you are serving the Lord he will provide for you. If you are serving the Lord he will provide for you. My speculation is there will be a real time of crisis. And it's on the horizon. The reason I went through those leaders like uh, Bolsonaro, Netanyahu, and there's even DJ T in the wing, and all of these things, it's because 
I believe at this point in time, on this date, and I say that because information goes so fast, folks, that there is an impending crisis. Will your neighbors wake up if there's no food? If there's no heat going into winter? Now, certainly, there are going to be shortages. So there are already shortages in Europe. Will there be in North America? I don't know. Australia? I don't know. But the global supply chain was broken back in 2020 when all kinds of big factories were shut down. Small business was shut down. Though the factories were able to come back much sooner than small business, but they were shut down just enough to break the chain. And with the way supply chains work is it takes a long time for that to go through the system because they're storehouses, folks. But those storehouses get depleted and depleted. And if you even see the new business model, like if you go to buy a car now, then most likely that car isn't on the lot. You go and you order it, and then they build it for you. The storehouses of the world have been emptied. That I do know. And it's coming around because they've been emptying it. Now, they want everyone to be under the government's wing. And then they want a consolidation of government. I personally think that they have overplayed their hand. And it's been so ridiculously over the top. It's supposed to wake people up, but people still have not waken up. The mainstream media has to fall. One of the only ways I can see that happening, well, certainly there could be through legal means because they've lied so much. But for really the whole general population to wake up and say, why didn't you warn us of this? Could it be that food shortage? And finally, will you heed the warning? Put your comments in. I know this show seems like it's very random. There's a very specific point. You're seeing that evil reset agenda playing out, and we're possibly seeing those behind it falling, but it's taking longer than everyone wants it to be. But here is the warning that I will stress to you. If these things happen, or when they happen, some there's a bunch of people, perhaps guys like Bolsonaro in Brazil, DJT, you know, whoever comes in uh, in the near future in the UK. Who will be the heroes? 
I think that is the warning we have to heed. Tell me what you think. And uh, if you don't mind, give a thumbs up, stuff like that. Uh, if you want to support the show, man, I could really use it at this point in time. Uh, I really could use your help if you want to support the show. There's some links in the description. And uh, the last thing is, you know, when we talk about supply chain, the small guy getting cut down and stuff like that, um, when are you going to make the switch? Go to switchaway.com slash ROR. Make the switch. And this month, I can just tell you, um, <laughs> ethical bribe, folks. But anyone who decides to make the switch this month will get a uh, pretty cool free gift. And I can't tell you exactly what it is here. Uh, but when you talk to uh, you know one of your other uh, right on radio listeners, they will tell you what that gift is. Uh, it's actually two things. Um, it's a it's a gift, and it uh, became a little bit famous on this program before. So I really think you're gonna like that uh, that free gift. Switchaway.com/ror. Thanks to everyone for being here. Uh, I have been responding, and I certainly read every comment right now. I can't respond to absolutely everyone, but I respond to uh, most of them at this moment. And if you ever need to send me an email, it's right on Jeff at gmail.com. Oh, and don't forget, uh, haven't announced this on the show yet, but I'm back on Twitter, folks. And uh, I thought I'd give it a try with the uh, change in ownership. So I was able to get back on. I have a different handle now. It's uh, Jeff right on. So at Jeff right on uh, would be the uh, the handle on Twitter. Please follow me on there. I will say that uh, my first weekend back, it was pretty funny to see everyone trying to get kicked off of Twitter by posting all kinds of things that were never allowed. Uh, it's still a crap show, though. <laughs> I don't know how much uh, I'm going to be on there, but uh, uh, please do follow me if you are on Twitter at Jeff right on. And then if you want to send me an email, it's right on Jeff. Sorry to be confusing, but the handles were taken and stuff like that. But follow me on Twitter. And uh, hey, we'll see you tomorrow for the next page with Jeff and Tom, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Podbean. Thanks for everyone for being here. And remember, Love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your